First Peter chapter two, starting in verse one. Word of God says this. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in scripture, behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Thus far God's word. This week, our theme You see it on your water bottles. You see it on your booklets. You'll see it on your shirts tomorrow. Oh, living stones is our theme. We see it in this passage. What is living stones referring to? The living stone is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that's point number one. Jesus is the living stone. He is the one from which anyone who stands secure is fixed upon. He is the firm foundation. He is the source of life and any structure, any institution, any individual that would experience good or life, he is the source of it. But it says straight from scripture and just a reminder, this is the Bible. These are the words of God. We believe here that there is one God over all and he is the source of everything good, including truth, all truth, including wisdom, all wisdom, knowledge, all knowledge. And he pumped this book chock full of it perfectly. And so when we go to these words, we are actually hearing from God, his truth and the path to life, the instructions for it are here in the midst of this. So when we read, we are receiving the good instruction from a good, perfect, all-wise, all-knowledgeable, all-loving God. So these are words, you could say, that we could take to the bank and live by. And so when we hear this, we can believe that it's true because um, it comes from a holy God. 
Jesus is the living stone, but you yourselves, when we are in Christ, we are like living stones. What does that mean? We're being built up as a spiritual house. So here we go. These are points two and three. We are living stones. We are. I'll explain that in a moment. And then point number three, we are being built up into a spiritual house. So as Jesus is the living stone, the one from which all good things are built upon, God in his perfect plan wants to include you, chooses to include you. When we come to God through Jesus Christ, and we'll talk about what that means in pretty much every day ahead. When we come to God through Jesus Christ, we become a chosen and precious piece of the structure that is the church, the body of Christ, the people of God. We see it in the passage later. It says, once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. God, our merciful God, is choosing and declaring you precious, not because of anything that you've done, but because you are His. You are made in His image, and He cherishes His children as any good father does. And He's the perfect good father. He has each one of us to play a role in the building up of this structure this community that is the church as living stones. We are being stacked. We are being placed with, among, on top of each other to build up something greater than any one of us could accomplish or be on our own. And that is the spiritual house. What is the spiritual house? It's the church. It's what we're saying. It's this community of believers, those who have placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. We are the church. We're going to talk about how that happens tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to be focusing and um, leaning into this structure image. So tomorrow, if you flip forward in your packet, you can just see Monday, we're going to talk about how the church is like a temple where we worship. So we're going to zoom in on different aspects of what we do as the church. And this isn't just when we gather together on Sunday mornings or as a youth group in midweek. This is how the church, the community of those who proclaim Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, this is how we are to be living all the time. We're to be a worshipful people. On Tuesday, we're going to talk about how the church is like a hospital where we acknowledge the illness, the spiritual terminal illness disease that we have that needs to be cured and how our God uniquely does that and then brings us into the healing process ourselves. Wednesday, we're going to talk about how the church is like home, where we're family, we're united by something far greater than even what our common interests could bring about in relationship. Thursday, we're going to talk about how church is like school. I know, we're at summer camp. What are you doing, Jordan, by talking about school in the midst of July? I know. But it's important because God actually desires for your growth, for your development. As I believe each one of us desire to be growing and developing in areas of our life that we're passionate about. So God desires for us to be growing in areas of our life that he's passionate about for us. And then Friday, we're going to close off the week talking about how church is like a barracks or a fortress where we prepare for war. 
It's not necessarily physical hand-to-hand combat, but it's a unique war that our God has already taught us and exampled to us, been an example of how to fight this war. And we're going to try and follow his example. Just a reminder, church, and we're going to be talking about this, this, we're not talking about church is a structure. We're talking about church is a people. God's plan was not for um, um, cement and, and wood and stone and mortar. Um, his desire was not for more and more buildings, physical buildings to be built up. His desire is that the people themselves would be built up like a building. To be a place where worship is extended to him. To be a place where we lean into one another and be a people, be a unit together that does far more than any one of us as an individual could ever do. And even just this phrase, we chew on that this whole week, living stones, feels like an oxymoron. Stones are like the least living thing in the world when we think about it. And maybe that's kind of like what we were like ourselves before coming to Jesus. Even the song lyrics of um, take this heart of stone and make it beat for you alone. God does a miraculous work in even bringing us to the point of being a people, being a person that can be living for him. How much more miraculous a people who've all been made alive. But now we have something unique that we can join in together and living, pursuing one another in a worshipful act unto God. So, this is a community-focused week. Yes, there's faith that is to be had for each one of us as an individual. But the Christian life, the Christian walk, is a team sport, not an individual hobby. It is something that God has designed for us to be doing together, not solo. So, this is a week where you're going to be stretched and challenged in different ways. I don't know exactly what the stretch and what the challenge will be for each one of you, but I believe it'll come. If it doesn't, praise the Lord. Or perhaps you're not leaning in enough. (laughs) But once again, just want to encourage you, what would it be like for you specifically this week? to be an active participant in what God has for you. And even what I believe God has led us in planning and making available in our programming to you. But there's a lot of things that we haven't planned, like your solo quiet time. We'll give you encouragements and we'll talk about this more tomorrow, but there's so many opportunities for you to be a passive observer and just kind of lean back, lean out. Yeah, okay. I think God has so much good for each one of you, if you would but lean in. Lean into each other in conversation. Lean into the questions that your counselors will be asking when we have times of discussion. Lean into the different activities that we have for you. As we grow in leaning in towards one another, I think there's going to be a strengthening just like we do repetitions when we go work out and our muscles get stronger and growth and development takes place. So it is with community, I think. 
And already just being here, you've had a couple of opportunities to just interact with people maybe you didn't know before and ask questions and interact. Prepare for that to be ongoing throughout this entire week. And perhaps it'll be less uncomfortable by the end of the week when it becomes more of a pattern, a routine. And maybe even you're gritting your teeth less, but maybe it'll become like, oh, I actually desire to get to know more people because good actually comes in relationship. And I think we'll find that that's a good that comes by God's wonderful good design. So Jesus is the living stone. He's going to be at the center of this week. We're following his example. The community that we're going to be talking about is only made possible through him. Because of him, we can be like living stones and we are in Jesus. And his purpose is for us to be built up into a spiritual house that offers worship lives lived unto him as a people. We're going to be talking much more about this in the days ahead, but that's what we got for now. So let me pray for us and I'll give instructions on where we're going from here. Heavenly Father, I thank you. You have brought each one of these students, counselors, staff up here for a reason. Lord, we don't know all of those reasons right now, but would you help us to step out by faith towards you? Trusting God that you, an all-wise, all-good God, have plans, reasons, purposes that are even above and beyond what we can comprehend. So Lord, help us. Give us eyes to see how we can move towards, towards you. Help each one of us to know what it would look like to be active participants instead of passive observers. And I pray and ask God that you would be alive and at work inside each one of these students, inside each one of these leaders, that the times that we have, whether it's in recreation and play or in conversation and discussion, Lord, that you would just truly be at the center of those things. Help us to set aside even the things in our lives that we know would distract us and potentially distract others. Would you help each one of us to know how we could prioritize you in the pursuit of you, loving and worshiping you as well as pursuing loving and caring for one another as a community. So guide us, bless us, help us. Just pray and ask all these things, Lord, and commit this week to you ahead in faith, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.